Greetings and salutations, folks. This is your host, Angel, and thank you for listening to the most unpredictable podcast you'll ever listen to. For today's episode, I want to talk about feeling stuck and unmotivated because that's something I've been dealing with for a little bit, and I have friends who more than likely have been feeling the same way as well. So I want to talk about that, but before we get into like some deep and heavy stuff, want to brighten up the mood just a little bit I just want to talk about like some stuff that's happened like the past week so um I've been getting calls from like scammers or telemarketers or whatever and like I enjoy them calling at least when it's like the humans calling not the robots when it's the robots I just hang up but when it's like the humans calling um (laughs) I will answer and I'll like make up like some random thing an example of this is like a couple of days ago this guy called and he was like uh I'm here I'm here to talk to you about your 2006 Buick and I'm like uh sir this is Papa John's and this guy's reaction to this is Papa John's was hilarious he's like uh uh I thought this was uh uh I'm like my guy this is Papa John's. Can I get you anything? <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, my bad. And he called back, like, ten seconds later. Like, I wasn't gonna say this is Papa John's. He calls back. He goes, yes, I'm here to talk to you about your 2006 beer. I'm like, sir, this is still Papa John's. He just hangs up. I find pure joy in making scammers and telemarketers uncomfortable. It's gotten to a point to where they call my mom more than they call me now. So when, they, when my mom gets one, I like to answer it, but she doesn't let me answer it anymore. Um, yeah. She just hangs up. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, so much fun can be had with that. But I also want to just talk about, like, growth really quick before we get into this whole feeling stuck thing. Um, like, growth as a person, like as in, like, me and my growth... Uh, over the past year, I've been, like, really, really working on myself, and it's paid off a lot, like, at least I think it did, but the person I was a year ago, um, how you say, did some hurtful things to some people, uh, I burned a couple bridges last year, like, 2020 was a rough year. And the vast majority of those bridges needed to be burned. But it was some, very few, that I regret burning. And so the person I am now was like, it's time to reach out to these people and mend these bridges and mend these relationships, if that's even possible. Luckily, it was. And so, very proud of myself for that because... I was able to acknowledge where I messed up and apologize for that. And the person I was a year ago, I would have never admitted that I was in the wrong. So, personal growth. <laughs> but to the actual topic for today's episode, feeling stuck. Um, on and off now for like the past two years, I feel like stuck mentally. And it's more like, I have so many things like I want to do. Like, 
very creative person but I feel like where I am like environment wise it doesn't allow me to do that like family great super supportive love them my school only really cares about sports but I'm part of theater so that's where I get to be creative and everything and I really love that I love everyone who's a part of my theater uh, department at school so that's great and all but as in like finding work in like a creative field where I live currently is never gonna happen for me at least not to the extent that I want it to like yes I can go to college and become like a theater teacher if I wanted to stay in the state yeah 100% can do that. And I can help other people find their creative paths. But that's not what I want to do. That might sound selfish. But that's just not what I want to do. And that's okay. That's not the path for me. Or I can open up like a studio for like people to come into and do like the things that they imagine in their head. Like from painting to like slip poetry. That's cool as well. And to all the people who have opened up studios, you're dope for that. It's not what I want to do. <laughs> um, I've been in high school for like three years. Almost three years. In three months, it'll be three years, I think. Uh, <laughs> not really good at counting. But when I got into high school, I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. Lawyers in this state don't make a lot of money. Uh <laughs> at all but it's not even just about the money so I no longer had a passion for law it's like don't get me wrong I love law I love cold cases and I'm still like passionate about criminal justice but that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life it allows me no creative space at all when I hit high school I started uh how you say like um I can't find the word for it that is crazy I started like using my, is it how other people see me? Like, uh, I forgot the word for it. I'll probably think of it later. But I started expressing myself by, like, what I was wearing. For so long, I only wore, like, the color black, like, in my hair. And then, like, high school hit, specifically sophomore year hit. And I started wearing, like, blues, purples, reds. And, like, now I want to do, like, orange, gray. Like, <laughs> but... That's my way of being creative. I can't do that with law. I can't have my hair these random colors and go and defend someone. It just is it's not going to work. You know? Like, yes, I can be creative in my like free time if I was a lawyer. But, like, yo, my life would be dreadful. I would hate my job. And I don't want to hate my job. <clears throat> but I joined theater... Freshman year of high school, I joined theater and I like deep dove into it. I put my all into it. And that's when I realized that this is what I want to do. Uh, freshman year, we did one play. One big play. That was fine. But we did a theater competition. My first year acting, I got a superior medal at district... And I didn't win at state, but that was okay. Because it was like 90-something schools at state. Like, a lot of kids performing at state, but it's the fact that I was able to perform at state in general. 
And I realized how much effort I was willing to put into it. Whether I cried or I felt angry, I was still going to do it. I wasn't going to give up on that because that's what I like doing it. At the end of the day, it brought me happiness. The next year, we get a new theater teacher. A lovely person, lovely woman. Truly remarkable. <laughs> but she threw me some curveballs. Some curveballs that I wasn't expecting. Uh, if you know me in person, when I act, I do very serious characters. Like, that's my comfort zone. Like, showing pain or causing pain to people within, like, acting is my comfort zone. Like, I can be very serious. Uh, a lot of the monologues I've done have been about, like, cancer, school shootings, heartbreak. Like, dramatic emotions is what I'm, what I'm good at. So last year, new theater teacher, and she's like, I see what you're good at, but I'm going to throw you some curveballs. And when I say, yo, she threw me some curveballs, she threw me some curveballs. I had to be this like old lady, which was hard. Um, I had to be a dragon, which well, is super dope, but I just can't walk like a sexy dragon. Like I can't do it. Not in me. Um, yeah, it's just not it. But <laughs> during those times, like backstage, I was struggling. I was like, yo, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, this is hard. But after working and rehearsing for like weeks and so much went into it, like not just from me, but from the entire cast. When you're part of a cast, you just learn to like feed off each other. It made me realize, like, yo, this is what I want to do. And after wanting to quit, I didn't quit. And then I got to, like, perform and see people laugh at the jokes that we've been going over for months. Like, it got to a point to where, like, some of the jokes I didn't even get until the day of performance. And I think it was our first performance of Shrek the Musical. We had a Q&A. For the middle school kids that came and saw it. And at the end of the show. And one kid was like. How much effort went into this. And would you do it again? And it was a few of us who answered the question. We were like yo. A lot of effort went into this. It's not just one person. It's a team effort. And we were there. The first couple of weeks. Until like five. The week before the last two weeks. We were there until six. And then we got into like seven. Seven thirty. We were there, like, several hours after school. And, like, a lot of work I put into it, but when they asked us, will we do it again? The answer was yes. There were some struggles, there were some arguments, there were some crying, there were some tears. But at the end of the day, we wanted to do it again. So, that's how I discovered that being in the business of theater or acting and film is what I wanted to do. Because I deep dove into it and once I did that I was like this is dope and so then I was like I'm going to college for film I'm gonna be making movies baby uh <laughs> and like that's still what I want to do to this day no one got mad at me though for not choosing law law is boring but anyway back to feeling stuck um that is why I, I feel stuck it's like that's what I want to do like I want to work Oh, that's a nice bird in the back. Um, 
Shout out to you, bird. Shout out to you. That's a crow. All right. <laughs> but I want to do film, but where I live, it isn't for us. It isn't. It isn't for me. Like if I want to play football, I mean, I, they don't have any girl football teams. But that's not the point. Like if you're in the sports, where I live, it's great for that. Like sports scholarships, sports. Big on sports here. You know, from track to football, mainly football, but basketball too. <laughs> and that's what, like, my state focuses on. That's where, like, a lot of the money goes to. And I'm just like, uh, that's not for me. <laughs> so it's like, I'm moving in a year, which is going to be super dope. But it's hard to stay motivated when I feel like I'm in this, like, cramped bubble and I can't do everything that's going on in my mind because of where I live. It really sucks. Uh, kind of makes you depressed a little bit to a point towards like, is this even worth doing? Because it feels like it's so long to get there. Like, super long journey. But I know that once I get to that point where I want to be and where I'm like living in another state, it's going to be hard because I'll be away from family. But I'll be in an environment to where I am motivated. I can do what I want to do. Now, some people aren't, like, they don't feel stuck because of their environment. They just feel stuck because they feel like they put themselves in a box. Which, I felt like that too before when I wanted to pursue law. I feel like I put myself in this box I put myself in that box because of so many influences. People were like, that's un like me going into film is unstable. Or me wanting to be an author is unstable because, believe it or not, author and being an author in like the whole writing industry is going downhill. No one reads hard cover, like hard copy books anymore. Well, let me phrase that. People do. But it's less in demand than it was, say, Four, year, four years ago. You know, like, it's a declining industry because everything is going digital. It sucks, but <laughs> that's reality. And those fears of it, it being unstable and will I be able to find work, those got to me. Those hurted me. I re-questioned everything that I wanted to do. And then I realized... If these people who are telling me this didn't even follow their own passions and hate their jobs now, why am I listening to these people? Like, no hate towards them. But it sounds hypocritical. Like, you want me to take the path that you chose end up like you and you hate your life. No thank you. Love you, but no thank you. <laughs> I was talking to my mom and I was explaining to her like, this is so unstable. But this is what I want to do. And she looked me in the eye and she, and she said, Angel, you're so passionate about this. Why wouldn't you do it? She was like, nothing in this world is guaranteed. But if you work hard enough for it, you'll see some type of return. You know? And it's never been about the money for me. Yes, it's a nice bonus. But it's never been about that. It's been about me being able to create and tell people's stories through this beautifully put together 
project of a collective of people. That to me, it's way bigger than the payoff, like the physical payoff. Like the emotions and the feeling that you get when, it's the same feeling from, from theater, when you do that last scene in the last act and you come back out for curtain call and then the curtains close. That feeling, the feeling of accomplishing something that's bigger than you, is what I want in my life. That's what I need and crave in my life, you know? That's what makes me happy. And <laughs> I was so unhappy for such a long time that when I was able to find this and feel that again, it's like I want this for the rest of my life. So when it comes to feeling unstuck, those are the two reasons that I felt unstuck. Just environment and choosing the wrong choices, like career paths and stuff like that. And also just surrounding yourself by the wrong people, which I guess is also your environment. For a while, I was surrounded by people... Ooh. <laughs> surrounded by people who ultimately were not cheering for me but cheering against me. And that sucks. Like, I'm working so hard to accomplish these things when I go to you or to someone as a friend and I'm causing damage to them, that hurts, but they don't tell me, they just act like they're happy for me. When at the end of the day, they're not. Yo, that is the worst feeling ever. Because it makes you start questioning everyone around you. Like, are these people truly happy for me? Or are they plotting against me? And that is another feeling that can make you feel stuck. Because you get, you get literally stuck in your head and you're questioning everything. You're questioning every, every interaction with people. Every text message. It gets tiring is how I would say it. Very, very tiring. And I know um, in these podcasts, I kind of like bounce around. But I'm hoping that the main idea and the main goal of what I'm saying is still there. Uh, I just think of a lot of things at one time. So I'm trying to get it all out. <laughs> but surrounding yourself by the wrong people can damage you so much. And, and you won't feel stuck well you might feel stuck but you will literally be stuck because they're making you feel like crap but they're doing what they want to do so while they are succeeding and they're putting you down for wanting to succeed they're just making you stuck and after being stuck for so many years you won't be able to catch up to that which sucks. So I guess what I'm really trying to say, say is feeling stuck and unmotivated can be changed. And I know it doesn't feel that way. It feels like, yo, it's going to take years to not feel this way. But once you find something that you're passionate in and that's what you want to do, set up a plan 
of how to get to it. If that involves you moving out of your house, because maybe your household is toxic, move. Save up to where if you're not of age to move, save up money until you are that age. And when you are that age and you have enough money, move. Because they, they can't keep you there no, like any longer once you're an adult. And that's a whole nother episode, I guess. But that's one way. Another way is if you don't know what you want to do in life, just like write down a list of all your hobbies. Like you can turn your hobbies into careers, man. So just write down a list of your hobbies. And maybe like five or six of them. And from those, pick three that you're super passionate about. And from the three, pick one that you're like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And then maybe that's more than likely the career for you. If that's what brings you pure happiness, go for it. And for such a long time, I was against that. I was like, if it isn't stable, don't do it. Nothing stable. <laughs> Our economy is unstable at the moment. So <laughs> forget stability. Even though stability really does help. It shouldn't be what you focus on the most because then you'll hate your life. Uh, you'll be working a nine to five in the office in a cubicle with your boss who's this old dude barking orders at you who you, you'll hate, you know? I don't know if that was a good uh, <laughs> metaphor. Maybe not. But eventually you won't feel that way anymore and once you realize why you're feeling that way or what is causing that feeling in you put things in motion for the change so i know for sure i am gonna be feeling this feeling of being stuck for another year year and a half at least and then after that i'll just feel sadness because i'll be away from my family and my friends for a while so, yeah. But, um, I think that's kind of all for this episode. I just really wanted to talk, I just really wanted to talk about this because some people don't have people to talk to or to listen to. And I know you can't respond back, but hopefully you guys are able to resonate with this to some degree. Even if you aren't dealing with this now, maybe you'll need this episode in the future or you felt this way in the past and... Now you're like, I know I wasn't the only one feeling like this. So, thank you for listening to the most unpredictable podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Rotten Duckies. Ducky spelled D U X K I E S. Again, Rotten Duckies. Ducky spelled D U K. No, D U X K I E S. There you go. Uh, no one ever told you this. Just want to let you know. I love you. I may not know you, but I do love you. And, uh, yeah. Thanks. See you guys in a week. Well, not see you, but you'll hear from me in a week. Yeah. Bye.